2: 77 W.A.B.C.
0: And good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you, Rita Cosby. And, um, you know, the situation in Washington, the Supreme Court, uh, I'm looking at the video of a fence being put up around the Supreme Court. And this is the world that we live in, and it's going to be this way. Highly polarized for months. A decision isn't expected until this summer, leaving a divided nation to debate and prepare for the possibility of the end of Roe v. Wade. And so the Supreme Court is looking into the leak. The marshal, she has begun her investigation but we are looking at a a wide range of activities that may happen over the next couple of days and weeks ahead, protests uh, in cities across the country. And uh, the abortion issue is one of the issues that I'm looking at this morning and taking your telephone calls on 800-848-WABC. 800-848-9222. 800 848 And here locally, it looks like the honeymoon is over for New York City Mayor Eric Adams. So there's a, uh, a survey out from Quinnipiac University. And surprise, surprise, surprise. 86%, six percent want more cops in the subways. fear riding trains at night. I have to be honest, folks, I don't even ride them during the day anymore. So that's perhaps the best news uh, for Mayor Adams out of this Quinnipiac poll. The uh, bottom line here is a majority of voters disapprove of the mayor's handling of crime. Crime is the top concern of city voters, 49%, uh, which is more than triple of the other issues like affordable housing, homelessness. But 54%, 54% now disapprove of Mayor Eric Adams' handling of crime while only 37% approve. And I'm going to break down the numbers in just a little bit. And uh, perhaps this poll should serve as a wake-up call to the mayor because Kathy Hochul, the governor uh, from the Buffalo region, is more popular than Mayor Adams here in New York City. Here in New York City. She is more popular than Mayor Adams And, folks, the third story that I'm looking at this morning, I told you, folks, that Trump was a force to be reckoned with. Still, those of you that thought uh, maybe I was smoking something, if you don't believe he's a force to be reckoned with, go ask J.D. Vance, the Ohio Republican uh, Senate candidate that basically went from worst to first with Trump's endorsement. We're going to talk about that, and the reason why it's important is because it shows, as I have been telling you folks, that <laughs> don't don't think that that a, a a second term from from Trump is out of the question. It is very much in play. Very much in play. We are taking your telephone calls on a number of topics 800-848-WABC 800-848-9222 Let's start with Larry in Brooklyn. Good morning, Larry. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yeah, hi Don. So you know, now
3: that we've now that we've seen uh what a cheap uh, I don't want to use the uh, down uh, noun well, the, the, the vice president has made herself out to be and she does not have any significant function, and she could just reduce herself to a bra burner in two hours, which is basically what she did. But, you know, we shouldn't be having the conversation because of that about abortion. But as long as we do have the conversation, I will say that, uh, you know, I'm an attorney, okay, and I will say from a jurisprudential point of view the uh, the the Roe v Wade uh, decision has to go, and I'm not going to say argue the merits. I'm just going to say because of the fact we will arrive at the day when a, when a viable fetus will have the right under the Constitution the right to challenge to uh, life. The Fourteenth Amendment guarantees life, liberty, and due process, and this is the, the a, a viable fetus is going to have the right to fight for life. And in order for that to happen we got to get rid of the um, the uh, right of privacy is sort of uh overshadowing uh, because that is going to, that is going to prevent uh, a case like that from coming from being brought to court uh for larry but larry but, but, larry, but larry
0: but everything that you're saying is exactly what those on the left fear that Roe is just the first uh domino to fall and a number of uh crucial and and critical uh cases
3: well uh roe was not really a domino roe was a false uh a false erection of of, of offense uh not uh, not really seeing uh, the fact that down the road we were going to be terminating babies that were born to term we never fathomed in 73 That anybody could, you know, we 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 said the we said in the first semester she has the right to an abortion. We never fathomed that there would be states that would extend that to the, the end of the third trimester. So because of the fact that we've descended so much, we we're compelled as a nation under God to get rid of that decision.
0: Well, we'll, we'll see what the future holds because I'm not exactly sure. Thank you for the call, Larry. I'm not exactly sure what's going to happen from the Supreme court again. And it's important that every time we have this discussion that we point out, this is still, still only a draft. Uh, We have seen in history where some justices will change their mind on any given issue. I don't know if we'll see that in this case, but public pressure may, may emphasis, may play a role in, in a uh, justice uh, changing an opinion one way or the other. So we will see how this is all going to play out. But as I as I discussed with you folks last night, uh, this is something now, and there's no other way to say it, but abortion is being used as a smokescreen to get away from the litany of failures of the Biden administration. And I'm not saying that just to attack Biden. I'm just noting Afghanistan. I'm noting the border. I'm noting inflation, a situation where many of us are cutting back now with our personal family budgets Because we simply can't afford to continue with the way things are going in the country. Let's go to Joe in New Jersey. Good morning, Joe. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC.
3: Yes, hi. There's a great documentary, 2,000 Mules, by Dinesh D'Souza. Um, There's so much evidence that we all knew uh, about what went on during the election how can you possibly deal and have an election with people that require an ID to eat in a restaurant, that you know to make sure you're injected, but they fight like insane and call you racist if you require an ID to vote? What? Are, what? What? These people—they well, don't, don't make any sense.
0: How well, can we? Joe, it's. It's the it's the world uh, that we live in. And as I have said many times before on this radio uh, station, uh, I, I don't have a problem with a, a person uh, being forced to show I.D. in order to vote. Just just show the I.D. and and then you can vote. But I, I thank you for the call, uh, Joe, and we're going to be taking calls on Trump in 2024 after he had a, uh, a great night, Tuesday night, with some of the uh, primaries in terms of uh, candidates that he backed won, and that is a full indication. Like Trump, hate Trump. The man has coattails, period. I, I, as a matter of fact... If I'm a candidate, put party affiliation aside right now. If I'm a candidate, I'd rather have Trump's backing than Biden's backing because Biden's backing could be the kiss of death. And it's certainly not going to energize your base, energize your base, energize your vote based on what? So it's going to prove to be very interesting Let's see. Let's get take a call on uh, Mayor Adams here. Ralph in New Jersey. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC.
4: Good morning, Dominic. Uh, you know, Eric Adam is a work in progress that is
3: incomplete. Now, let me see. Where wait, 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 down. wait,
0: Ralph. I, I couldn't. I couldn't hear a word. That you, all I heard was incomplete. What was that? Eric Adam is a work. In progress. Oh, Eric, Eric Adams is, in, is a work in in progress. That is incomplete.
3: That's okay? incomplete. So, I, I don't know. Give him uh,
5: additional more time to you know do what he needs to do.
3: I guess okay.
0: And uh, to prove himself, that's uh, probably what we should do because uh, you know he has just been in office how long now? Okay, so Ralph, months. So, so yeah. Ralph, how much time should Mayor Adams have?
3: Not even hundred days. It's past hundred days. It's past hundred days.
0: days. So wait, you said give them six at least six months. At least six months. Now, God forbid, w- w- would you still say that, Ralph? If a family members of your a family member of yours was injured or 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 killed in a crime incident, would you still say give them six months?
3: Say, uh, no, I would not feel that way, and I have empathy for the people that are you know victims of crime in the big city. Okay, and that's a reality. That's a reality i are dealing with. Okay? Whether you are white, Asian, or, or black. That mm. you know, everyday life. In, yeah, in e- e- every is,
0: everyday life, Ralph. But 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 crime, yeah. but crime, crime thank you for the call, Ralph. Crime has gotten, it seems, worse in the last couple of months since the Blasio. And I didn't even know that was humanly possible. Because I thought the Blasio was so bad. And so checked out, and so angry at New Yorkers because his poor little presidential campaign didn't work that he didn't care about anything at all. And so now we have a new mayor that comes in with great energy, fantastic energy. Shows up at at uh, at, at crime scenes, and you know says all the right things but we he's been in office now five months, and when are we going to see the progress in terms of fighting crime and based on this uh poll from uh Quinnipiac uh university uh the mayor's numbers are starting to slip, so I get it most uh elected officials have much higher ambition. Most jobs for them are simply a stepping stone, but Mr. Adams, there will be no stepping stone to Washington. If you don't get crime under control and it is really that simple. Let's go to uh, Robert and Philadelphia. Good morning, Robert. What's on your mind?
4: It's good to talk to you, Dominic. I'll be quick. I just wanted to make two points. I believe that the Roe v. Wade being overturned will send it back to the states and the people where it should be, in my view. And I think what's going to wind up happening is that the women's right to make that decision in the first two trimesters will be protected in most places in this country, but the number of late abortions will be curtailed. If that's all that happens, I'm good with that, okay? That's just a personal thing. But there's another thing at play here that nobody's talking about that is huge. This is a big blow to federal power. That's why the Democrats are so upset about this. They can't lord it over the states from their little bureaucratic seat in Washington. And you know that unless a state is breaking the laws to help Democrats, they don't like states' rights. Okay? This is in addition to being a constitutionalist, I've always been a bit of a federalist, but that's something that most people don't really get into. But this is a good move for the federalist movement, and if it winds up working out that way, and women still have access to abortion in the first two trimesters like they should, this is going to be a great thing, Dom. Hey,
0: Robert, but, but let, to... let but let me ask you a question. So, and uh, and this is what my concern is. So. Mm-hmm. So let's say uh, it goes back to the states. So let's just say for argument's sake that the pending ruling from the Supreme Court stays the way that it is now. Uh, assumption number one. Assumption number two, abortion becomes illegal uh, in about 26 states or or severely uh, restricted in about 26 states. But in places like New York, California, you can still, you know, go go get an abortion. What, so so what happens to the women in those states where uh, where it's severely restricted? So, I, I mean, is an unfair burden going to be placed on those women?
4: I don't exactly accept the premise of that because I'm not – I think that you're giving in to the extremes when you say that. I think you might have a handful of states that might have a 15-week limit. I think most states are going to have a common-sense policy because the people, the majority of people supported keeping Roe v. Wade, they're going to be voting in them states' elections, okay? I think it's much ado about nothing, and I'm hoping that. Because I, like, despite my political leanings, I strongly support a woman's right to her body in the first two trimesters. Mm -hmm. But the big thing here is that this is a blow to federal power, and that's going to be the big play. Democrats see their house of cards falling, and they're getting very alarmed about that. OK, well, I just don't want that point to be lost. On OK, that. fair, fair,
0: fair enough. And, and I will keep an eye on that, Robert, to see how it plays out. I thank you for that call. Let's go to our friend Audrey in Brooklyn. And I see uh, Karen in Rockland, Dominic in just Falls, Roger in Massachusetts. We're going to get to all of those calls. But before I take a break, Audrey in Brooklyn. Good morning, Audrey. Good morning. My, Audrey, Audrey, you're breaking up. Say, say Can that I, again.
1: If
5: I get cut off, but this has been happening with my phone all day. So let me make it quick. I don't think Trump is someone to be wrestling with because he didn't even know the man's name. <laughs> That's all. Okay, and, but oh, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. okay,
0: whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. So, so Mr. Vance was a, a an accomplished author and a, a first time candidate that was going nowhere in the polls in Ohio, Audrey. And then, uh, and he had, you know, he was not really uh, on Team Trump. <laughs> and then Trump endorses him, and he goes from worst to first. And you're you're going to tell me that because even the mainstream media is saying that Trump, Trump, Trump delivered this victory for him, and you're telling me that doesn't mean anything. Well,
5: not to me because he he didn't know the man's name. Did you see the rally he was at? But he, uh, he, but he, he doesn't have
0: to. But he
6: doesn't okay, have he to
5: endorsing him.
0: He, but he does. He doesn't. Hey, Audrey, I, I hear you. You feel that uh, Mr. Trump or, or the top of the ticket should know the candidate's name. The truth of the matter is, oftentimes, many of these major candidates don't know the full name of the candidates that they are endorsing. But there's no getting around the fact, Audrey, that Trump took this guy from nothing and made. He was going nowhere and made him the republican nominee for that ohio seat. There's no getting around that. And uh if thank you thank you for the call Audrey and it points to the strength of Donald Trump again if you size them up Trump Biden which one would you rather be I'm not talking about the politics. Trump in one corner, Biden in another. Folks, which one would you rather be endorsed by? in terms of energy, in terms of an endorsement that means something, would you rather be endorsed by Joe Biden, who frankly may not be able to catapult anybody into office, and certainly not Democrats back into the uh, White House in 24, or would you want someone that has a lot of energy and as recent as Tuesday uh, emerge victorious in a, in a major uh a Senate race in Ohio. I would rather have Trump myself if it's me running. Dominic Carter here with you folks. Talk Radio 77 WABC. We are going to take a break. And, folks, don't forget, go download the 77 WABC app. I will have the Carter Care segment at uh 1245. And I will be back with your telephone calls in just a moment.
1: Talk Radio 77,
3: W.A.B.C. I heard you looking for me? Hey,
1: Mr. Carter. Hello. Tell me where have you been. <laughs> you know. you have
0: been asking me. And we are back. Talk Radio 77, W.A.B.C. I'm looking at the Quinnipiac poll. Uh, That just came out, and uh, it's showing that the mayor's uh, numbers are starting to slip. And when Quinnipiac breaks it down among uh, racial groups, uh, 59% of Hispanics and 55% of whites give Adams poor grades on crime. Even his base of African Americans are split. That's not a good sign. 46% approving, 45% disapproving. Only 43% of voters are confident that Adams will reduce gun violence in New York. So the mayor's overall job approval also took a hit with 43% of voters approving and 37% disapproving. And I'm looking at uh, some of the uh, emails that I'm receiving from uh, Sal, a a friend of the program. He says, uh, Dominic, perhaps if if Mayor Adams would spend less time doing photo op pedicures and attending galas, uh, he, he should stay up late at night with senior NYPD officers, and come up with new aggressive ways of reducing crime. He always mentions how many guns he gets off the streets, but as far as I know, he never seems to mention how many thugs he gets off the streets. Why? Let's go to uh, Michael in Manhattan. Good morning, Michael. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, Michael, pay attention to me. Hmm. Michael.
3: Yes, indeed. Okay. I am here.
0: Okay. Go right ahead, okay. please.
3: Okay. Thank you. Talking about Rick Adams.
0: Michael, uh, you there, Michael there, there's I'm a. am here. I'm okay. holding the phone. It's okay. okay. Okay, Michael, um, you got to be quick. You got to hit it and quit it and be, be gone. So, please, you have the air. Let's do this. Okay.
3: The dirt bikes have come back. Yes. In First Avenue yes. and Second Avenue in numbers, 60 to 70 at a time. Where the heck is Adams and his police department with these dirt bikes? Get drones up in the sky, follow them to their warehouse, crush the warehouse, damn it.
0: Well, you you know what, Michael? Um <laughs> I'm with you. I kind of, I kind of like your idea. I mean, legally, I don't think that a, the city of New York can do that. But but these dirt bikes are, are no laughing uh, matter. They what, can get
3: pictures of these what, guys.
0: What these you know the dirt bikes and what these dirt bags are doing. It's it's not. It, it's a sign. It's a sign of society of where we stand right now where yep. where the criminals think that they own the streets instead of the citizens. And so Michael, I mean at least what once a week, and I thank you for the call Michael. Once a week um there's fresh video of someone being yanked from a car. Why? Because the people on the dirt bikes are not happy or there's some type of fender bender. And they just act like a complete fool. And uh, something has to give. And, um, you, you know, again, I, I, I and I've talked about this. I've known Mayor Adams a very, very long time. Um, I like the guy on a personal level. But trust me when I tell you I can separate my personal feelings from having to cover them. Okay, to cover, because uh, one of my good friends is Curtis Lewa. But once he became the Republican nominee for mayor, the friendship has to take a back seat to me covering him as a straight-up, legitimate candidate uh, that was a heartbeat away from becoming mayor of New York City. And so with Mayor Adams... The clock is ticking, tick-tock, 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 tick-tock. Mr. Mayor, it's time to deliver. You have got to deliver, tick-tock, tick-tock. You know, you're great at the photo ops. You're great at the photo ops, right? And you're great with the theatrical props and all of that great stuff. But man-to-man, I would say to you, lay low on the nightlife for a while and get crime under control. And if you really want to do this in a simple way, just bring back the street crimes unit. Yes, you'll take a temporarily hit in your base. But what's more important, safety for the city or a temporary hit in your base? And when you get crime under control, your numbers will skyrocket and go through the roof. But if you don't bring back the street crimes unit, it's going to be a death of a thousand cuts for your political career. And if it's a death of a thousand cuts for you, Mr. Mayor, imagine what it's like for the rest of us that have to actually walk the streets. And so that's what I would say to Mayor Adams publicly, as I just did, and privately uh, as well. That's exactly how I would say it to him privately. He's a straight up guy. When you talk to him, anyway, let's go back to the uh, telephone calls. We're also talking about Roe v. Wade, and I'm concerned about what's going to happen as it starts to get warmer with these protests that are going to be happening day after day after day after day after day day all across the country. Karen, our friend in Rockland County. Good morning, Karen. What's on your mind?
5: Hey, how are you? I'm well.
0: Two things.
5: Uh, Eric Adams. Okay.
0: Tell, um, tell your husband we can hear him coaching you, but go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Tell, him you're, tell him you're not talking loud. Tell him you're not talking loud. Go ahead, Karen.
5: Uh, yeah, the last caller was saying that you know, he... Uh, You have to give Eric Adams more time. How much time does he know? He knew the job he was getting into. And if he wants to be president, then he should not have run for mayor. I mean, he can't do two jobs at once because he's doing this job lousy. And as far as uh, congestion pricing, he wants to get people onto the subways and not bring cars into the city. What is he, crazy? Who's going to go on the subway now?
0: You know, it's funny, Karen, because... um... Sometimes when I'm going from uh, getting my allergy shots down on 32nd Street in Madison and then I'm rushing here uh, for a uh, for a meeting, uh, and this happens normally once or twice a week, but the shots once a week. And I am simply amazed, and I don't mean that in a good way, at how the streets are carved up where you'll have, like, for example, Madison, and half of it is carved up for bus lanes, then you have the part for bike riders, and then you may have a lane or two for cars. I, Karen, I I, I don't understand the logic. I, you know, maybe that's why I'm not mayor because these guys they they get elected and um and they're like, oh well, you know, I'm going to carve up the streets and bicycles and while while the rest of us suffer stuck, stuck in traffic. Karen, always a pleasure to talk with you and send my regards to your husband. You're not talking loud at all. Thank you, Karen. Let's go to Deborah in New Jersey. Good morning, Deborah. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC.
5: Hi, Dominic. Hi. Um, I have a question. Stan called before, and he said, next they're going to go after the funding for abortions. Um, I don't know what that means. Are you telling me that, we fund abortions and people don't pay for their own abortions. I don't know about that. Can you explain that to me?
0: Well, I I, I didn't I was I didn't hear Stan's call, but uh, uh, government money money goes to Planned Parenthood, right? And so um, I'm almost positive of that. I don't have the actual and I don't like to say something unless I have the facts in front of me, Deborah. And so but but I government funding and, 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 you know, I believe you can get an abortion with Medicaid. I believe I believe now, may, maybe I'm wrong, Deborah, but I don't think that I am. Um, and so but but what I think the broader point of what Stan is saying is what a number of people on the left are saying, that this is just the, the, the first of many uh, cuts or whatever term you want to use. Uh, that's going to um, take away liberties and and so on. I I think that's the broader point. Uh, so Deborah, I I didn't hear Stan's um, earlier point, but I do thank you for your telephone call. Let's go to Gracie in California. Good morning, Gracie. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC.
5: Dominic, I'm also from Rockland County, but out here visiting the grandchildren, but I have to all right
0: to you. so so wait Gracie Gracie how many how many grandkids, how many grandkids
5: four four, but they're big now, but uh, okay I, I had you, you know, but yeah, I had to come out. I hadn't seen them in two and a half years this epidemic. Why did I call? I called for this reason the I want to ask the people who say, um, you know, they don't like Trump. But I just say it this way. Tell me the policies of Trump that you didn't like and didn't do good for the country. And on the other hand, tell me what Bi- the good policies Biden did these past 15 months. I don't understand what these, how these people could reason it out. Well, you, you, you know what, Gracie,
0: you, you know what, Gracie, That that's a wonderful question that you just posed um, to people that don't like uh, President Trump. And I, to try and answer it, if it's possible, I think what many of them mean is that they really didn't like him from day one and they don't like his personality. That's the issue. They just don't like the fact that he comes out, you know, the comment about Mexicans, the comments about the wall, the comments about, and those are things that I, uh, I the Mexican comment went, went a little too far. Uh, America first and locking down the southern border. I, and, and, and Americans first again. And, and if you didn't hear me, Gracie, Americans first. I appreciate that message. I really do. Because I you know you know we're being taxed to the degree of all of us that i I don't know how much further we can go, and then somebody just slides in over the southern border. And you, 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 you know, you get to establish yourself in a local community. And if you're a woman, you get to go to the hospital and you, you know, and, and, and you're, and delivering your baby is, you know, basically going to be covered by the American taxpayer and basically covered in that package as food stamps and, and some type of residence somehow along the way. And it becomes, if we thank you for the call, Gracie. If and and in regards to your grandkids, and if we're going to be honest about this, it it basically becomes a sweetheart deal. And so then Trump comes along and says, "Title forty two, shut it down, because of COVID and health reasons." I applaud that. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? I, I'm asking you folks uh, that that are rational, okay please don't send me a million emails, folks that are rational. What's wrong with that, with with that type of approach? That we have to have a fair system of immigration and that if you let others cut around the line, it's not fair to the people that are doing this by the book, the way that it's supposed to be done. Roger in Massachusetts, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC.
6: OK, thank you. Can you hear me OK? Loud and clear. OK, good. I wanted to touch two things, Trump and, and uh, Roe versus Wade real quick. Just a couple of points that really get mentioned. Uh, first of all, the easy one, Trump for Stan. Uh, let's remind Stan that Trump asked for National Guard the day or two before the January 6th issue. And the question for, for Stan to find out is, why did nancy pelosi not grant him the national why was he not granted why did they leave the place wide open um uh for you know all right so they probably were hoping for what they wound up getting it but regarding roe versus wade um um the caller from philly uh robert that was a very good call um the the issue of um you know i hear the woman's body woman's body well let's remember the Baby has a body with nerve endings and civil rights also and you say that well they're thinking that this is going to set a precedent for to take more uh things away well i think um that it's going the other way i think a lot of us fear that what next um no what atrocity next Uh, we we have full term someone uh, you know the the late term abortion in other words the left is fearing that that we're going to uh, take something else away from them. Yes. But we're staying here saying, well, we're we're afraid that they're going to just legalize more atrocities. You know, you know, it's uh, speaking, you know, in a short period of time, I have a hard time articulating. Hey, hey Roger, see, you Roger, point, right? Roger. You get my point, right? Roger. get my point. Wait, wait. Yeah?
0: Roger, Roger. Do you have a daughter?
6: No. Okay. Now, oh, wait, right, wait, wait, so wait, wait, ask, wait. Yeah, go
0: ahead. Okay, now, now, I, I'm just, I'm just curious. Asking this question, do you think your yep. opinion might possibly change if you had a
6: daughter and she got pregnant? You mean?
0: No, no, no. I'm not saying if she got pregnant. I'm just well, saying. I, no, that-
6: no. If she get, no I, I, no, I. Well, no. Actually, I, I've had, a, you know, a serious Christian upbringing, and I, and I kind of stick to my guns with it. Okay, um, okay, okay,
0: okay, my- okay. So so Roger. Life. Okay, so Roger. So so hypothetical here. You have a daughter and for whatever reason something happens and she feels that she's not ready to be a mother. What should happen?
6: She should put put the child up for adoption then.
5: Mm.
6: Okay, but but but, but. Put the child up for adoption, you know, and uh you know, <laughs> Yeah. So 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 even I mean, though I, I, so I even was, though I was brought up pretty darn strict personally, I was brought okay. up really darn strict. I didn't okay. get myself in a situation like that till you know, well into my
0: right. 20s. But, but but Roger, but but we both know that things happen in life,
6: and so you know. I, okay. I, well, I, then you put, put the child up for adoption. Um, it, you know, seriously. Mm, mm. Okay. It, well. It, uh, you know, I mean, look what's happening in society now. Now they're even trying. You know, it, I mean, the left is going to. I'm, I'm convinced the left's going to have their way anyway, uh, because look what they're doing now with kindergartners and, and you know. And that that's ridiculous. that doctors make mistakes about gender. Now, I, I mean, I, crying out loud, they're going to have their way. I I, I I thank you for the call, Roger. I I uh,
0: read an article um, tonight. Um, and and I, I I just wasn't feeling it. I wasn't in the mood to talk about the woke stuff and racism, but but a school in a, I believe DC and what they're doing with kids and it's I mean it's like what are you smoking? You know what what I mean? It, it, the destruction that's being done to children that's going to be around for years and years and years to come. Folks, I see all of your telephone calls. I'm going to take a break. When we come back, Carter cares. I'm going to go to Dominic in just Falls, Uh, Jennifer in Boston. I see all the calls. I'm going to try and get to as many of them as we can. We'll be right back.
4: WABC.
2: Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. highlighting stories that hit close to home from your borough to your dinner table
0: this is carter cares and this morning folks i'm i'm kind of feeling it for the law abiding citizen when i say feeling it i mean sympathy so those that um maybe from the bronx and i'm i'm from the bronx you know uh where there are shopping areas um uh hundred and forty ninth street um uh the, the grand concourse in Fordham uh Fordham road um and also uh white Plains road so you're not gonna believe and I'm just naming a few off the top of my head you're not gonna believe what happened on White Plains road let's say taking a smash and grab To a new level, a robber on 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 White Plains Road, all the businesses are are, are storefronts with glass um, with their merchandise on obviously on the other side of the glass. A robber walked up to the window or ran up to the window with a sledgehammer and started pounding the glass window of a Bronx jewelry store the front window snatching $20,000 in chains and jewelry. And the video is online. This happened at the M and NP jurors, jewelers, jewelers on white Plains road about 4 PM on Sunday. And this is before the roll down gate nearly, uh, caught the uh, culprit, but smash and grab at a new level. And this morning, I'm, I'm feeling for all of us, the consumer, whatever term you want to use as the law-abiding citizen that has to put up with this nonsense. We are taking your telephone calls. I mentioned uh, Dominic and Wapping just falls. Good morning, Dominic. What's on your mind?
2: Hey, my goomba brother, what are you doing?
0: <laughs> I'm okay, Dominic. How about yourself?
2: All right, there's two things I want to talk about: that's the abortion and how I disagree with you on Trump. First, okay, let's go with the abortion. Okay. Um, so you believe that a woman—it's her body, her choice. And yes. I don't. I don't believe in abortion, but but you know what? I don't like other people forcing their views on me. So. I well, well the but, same thing hey,
0: hey, but wait, Dominic, It's not being, you're not a woman, so how could it be forced on you?
2: I, no, I, I understand, but okay. I'm just saying I don't like other people putting their views on me, so I would never do that to somebody else. So I agree with you. Okay. It's your body of choice? Okay. Is it your body of choice for abortion, or is it your body of choice for the vaccine? What I mean by that, I don't know anybody who lost their job having an abortion. I think they're all a bunch of hypocrites because they you, 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 you don't you, it's your body okay and if I want to have an abortion I have an abortion but if I don't want to take the vaccine I have to take the vaccine right and, and,
0: and now, but like hey, but Dominic I, I I hear you and I've heard that argument uh, many many times but but there is a big difference and the big difference is the public health issue so I I know that uh that many people that don't believe in the vaccine don't don't subscribe to the theory of the impact on on uh, mass public health but there are many of us that do believe in that so it, it's a difference
2: right so what i'm saying is if you do believe to have the vaccine you should get it if you don't believe in the having the vaccine you shouldn't get it right the same thing I agree with, with you abortion. on that. you want to have an abortion you have an abortion if you don't you don't now as far as trump is concerned I think you're totally, totally wrong. I don't think there's going to be a red wave. I don't think any of that's going to happen. Uh, what exactly did this guy win? He didn't. He didn't win the race. Did he win the race? He no. won.
0: He won the nomination. He went from worst right. to first.
2: We could be popping the cork when he wins the race. That's going to tell. There's a lot of people that hate Trump. I voted for him twice. If he runs again, I'm going to vote for him again. But I'm telling you, there's a lot of young people. There's a lot of young people, college kids and all that, hate Trump. They absolutely hate him. They don't like him at all. And and, and what's going to happen is there's going to be a lot of these young kids going out, pushing the lever for somebody else. And I have a feeling if Trump r- runs, we're only going to get Biden back in again, and that's going to be terrible. Okay,
0: well, well, to, to all the young people, Dominic, that you just uh, illustrated, uh, that uh, that don't like Trump, as you just said, okay, well. They voted for Biden,
2: right? How's that working right. out? How's it working out? Not, well, we're talking about a lot of people that still like this guy. I, I don't, I don't. You got guys like Stanley that will go and vote for him. You, Jesus Christ! You got Stanley that's going to go and vote for Cuomo. He even said that on the air to will vote for Cuomo again. Right? So you got people, Stanley, that will never, ever, ever, ever change.
0: I, hey, I hear you, Dominic, and I got to move on because we have a lot of calls. It's always nice to chat with you, man. Um I, I hear you on the uh, on the Trump front, but um it, it, you know, maybe 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 15 years ago, maybe when Biden ran in 88, maybe maybe he could have been a good president then, but right now uh, time uh, with all due respect to the presidency of the United States, time has passed him by, and uh, we're paying the price for it. Jennifer in Boston, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77
5: WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Good morning. Um, hi. I have a quick point on abortion, but before that, you know, and what what other things people are afraid are going to be put upon them um, if this ruling comes the way they say it might. But I want to make a quick point on the fact that um, President Biden never referenced, spoke of, or commented on the death of Bishop Evans at the border, the National Guardsmen that died trying to save who we thought were two migrants coming in and they were um, drug smugglers, come to find out. And that man gave his life and service to the country for a situation that President Biden created knowingly and wantingly. And uh, no one had the decency to send a representative to the funeral. He comes from a military family. Uh, and when Jen Psaki was asked about it by who else, of course, but Peter Ducey, she made some snarky remark about, oh, well, of course, I thought so with the family. Um, but he was a member of the National Guard. That's part of Operation Lone Star. That, that's a situation that, you know, he, she basically put the blame on Abbott uh, in Texas. And I just thought the whole thing was disgusting. Um, he is the commander in chief. Last time I checked, and um,
0: last time and I that checked man, as well, that man
5: survived Kuwait going to Kuwait. He survived going to Iraq, and he died here on our border. And it's a disgrace. So I,
0: I, I hear you, Jennifer. Your point on abortion, quickly, please, because I have to move on. But go I just ahead.
5: Say, I'm I'm already dealing with what what the left is putting forward. I'm not afraid of what's to come. I'm afraid of the fact that they're teaching pornography in, in grade school. And if you don't believe me, Dominic, I could tell you some of the things they're showing uh, little, little cartoon videos about porn. Do you watch porn? Oh, why shouldn't we watch it? There's lots of it out there and it's free uh, for first graders. Dominic. Porn. Wow. And a uh, lot of disgusting things. Um, the drag queen story hours that are going around the country for three year olds at public libraries. The, the drag queen camp for twelve years old for summer camp. Wait, um, wait, 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 wait. One more
0: time, Jennifer, because sometimes with these headphones on, I don't hear clearly. What did yeah, you no, just say? Queen,
5: there's a drag queen camp. So you thought
0: you, you said exactly what I thought you just said. One more yeah, time. Wait, 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 wait. You 12, said there's a, a a camp
5: for drag queens. Is that yeah, what you said? Yeah, twelve year old boys. Yep. Well, and. And you know about the drag queen story hours that have been going around the country for about a year. No, I it's don't. Real. But, but, but oh. the, the camps though, the camps,
0: Jennifer, the one thing I can say is that, and, and, um, uh, I, I guess the, uh, the appropriate term would be transgender, uh, mm-hmm. I guess, but they face, um, uh, a lot of discrimination. And so maybe, um,
5: Maybe the camp, if it's a camp for kids like that. My question, Dominic, is is it is it it discrimination or is it due to indoctrination? I think there's look at look at the it's it's I just think it's tragic. Anyone that doesn't think, and I'll tell you this one last quick thing the Department of Education has something called social emotional learning. Are you familiar with it? It's in every aspect of uh, textbooks and it includes everything from sexuality. Um, and your math problems, you have to go into things like gender, math, dominant, gender, and uh, wow. you know, uh, bi, non-binary, math. Wow. wow. And wonder <laughs> why kids in this country aren't proficient in math, English reading, yeah. et cetera.
0: Yeah. Hey, and Jennifer. the
5: Department of Education.
0: I, I thank so. you for the call. Thank you. I do have to move on. But the one thing I do want to say is when, when I traveled many years ago to Osaka, Japan, And we visited uh, one of the schools, and the kids were there on a Saturday morning, and I was like, wow. I mean, I was greatly impressed. And then to hear the story that Jennifer uh, just recited to me. Anyway, I'm now joined by Frank Marano. We're going back to your telephone calls in a minute. Frank Marano, the other side of midnight. Good morning. Good morning, Dominic. So, were, are are you aware of these camps that that Jennifer? Mentioned? Uh, you know,
1: that is one of the areas that I think maybe I'm. actually pretty glad to be behind the curve a little bit. <laughs> I know I was not aware of that, but I can't say I can't say it would surprise me given the the era in which we're living. Wow. Well, before you and I go back to the phones, uh, what do you have coming up this morning? Well, we're gonna, um, we're gonna talk with a fellow named Elliot Gordon, who you may remember when he was an aide to Mayor Giuliani, but he has this whole separate career as a comedy producer and a talent agent, and he's doing something I think is just terrific, and he's essentially bringing his, uh, stories of dealing with some of the most famous entertainers of all time, to assisted and old age homes to help people that might be combating loneliness. So I'm looking forward to that discussion. And a lot of people have taken issue with my coverage and or my commentary on the Russia Ukraine war and I have it's absolutely true tried to present a different ...view than what you're hearing on 80% of the mainstream media. But uh, today, I'm going to do my best to put forth a balanced debate. So we have Michael Averco, who is uh, much more dovish, much more conciliatory when it comes to Russia. And Richard Bay, a former WABC talk show host who uh, wants to take a much more aggressive stance when it comes to Russia. And we'll talk all things Atlantic City in the AC report as well. So we got a lot to get to over the next four hours. Sounds great. I will be listening.
0: Let's go back to the telephone calls. Jacqueline in Brooklyn, you're chatting with Frank and Dominic.
7: Good morning, Frank. Good morning, Dominic. Good morning. Um, I know you're pressed for time, so yes. I'll make this as yes. quick as I possibly can. You were okay. absolutely correct in what you stated to Deborah about the financing of Planned Parenthood. Um, there, If we go back to the reconciliation bill, totaling over $1 billion, to be exact, $1,030,000,000, part of which is to fund worldwide abortions, $760,000,000. For international "quote unquote" family planning, 70 million dollars for United Nations Population Fund. And with regard to the to the funding, uh, the Biden administration, I believe, already reversed President Donald John Trump's Title X. Title X forbade the use of money to fund abortions. But what the Democrats often do is they pull a bait and switch. They'll substitute money from Title X to fund other programs and use money for those other programs to then fund abortions. And as far as the legal status, the Supreme Court is not supposed to – their role is not to make law. That's the legislative. Their role is to interpret the law. And abortion is not mentioned anywhere in the Constitution. So they, the only thing they can do, the only reasonable thing, is to reverse and overturn the decision that was wrong to begin with. And there is case precedence. There, there were two cases, Brown versus Board of Ed., and also Plessy versus Ferguson. Those stood for 50 years and then were overturned
0: well, after well, that. Well, Jacqueline, I appreciate the call. And as you know, uh, this is something that's going to be what you just stated, Jacqueline. It's going to be debated, talked about over and over and over in the next couple of months. So I don't have time to do that just right now. Chris in Pennsylvania, you got to be quick. Go right ahead. Dominic, it's a privilege to speak hey, with you, Chris. You got 15
6: seconds. Go right ahead,
0: please. Uh, I'm going to go.
6: Do- adoption is an option. I was born in 1965, and if the the uh, if the laws were the same as they are now, back then I probably wouldn't have been born. Okay, but
4: there's plenty of people All who right. are looking hey, to hey adopt. Hey, Chris,
6: Chris, do me a favor,
0: please call uh, back Frank or call me back tomorrow because I'm simply out of time. Dominic Carter is saying, I will be back with you folks again tomorrow. We'll deal with the abortion issue and everything else that's going on. But keep it right there, right where your radio station is listening to. Frank Marano, The Other Side of Midnight, is coming up right now on Talk Radio 77 W.A.B.C.